I sit here now with my nine news hat firmly on, I've got to say, and I think uh, we've done pretty well in the drafting over the off-season when we picked up uh, football reporter Tom Morris, who has certainly got the jump on the opposition again. Uh, it was Tom who broke the story of Simon Lethleen leaving St Kilda Football Club uh, as recently as earlier this week, uh, the lengthy ban of Taron Thomas, the North Melbourne footballer, and Tom Morris, who joins us on the line now. You've uh, got another exclusive. What is it? CJ, I don't think you'd be this nice to me on air. I really appreciate it. Uh, the, the news this morning is not good news, unfortunately, for any football fan, especially Melbourne football club fans. So I can tell you that Angus Brayshaw has been forced to retire due to the ongoing uh, effects of concussion. And he told teammates just a few minutes ago, there's so many directions we can take this, but I think broadly speaking... Everyone will be really saddened by this because not just because he's a premiership player, but because he's 28 years old with five years remaining on his contract. And TJ, I guess the kicker here is that the medical professionals who assessed his brain scan last week uh, told him to retire. In the end, the decision was taken out of his hands. Just absolute. I mean, his health is paramount, obviously, but he's a, he's a young man, as you say, uh, who still had at least five years of football left in him with a very, very good income. And now that's all been taken away because of a, just a, a, a tool of the trade, which unfortunately is heavy head knocks. It's just brutal in so many ways. And, and there's so many, I guess, subplots to it. The fact that his fiance is Danny Frawley's daughter, Danielle. We know how um, Danny Frawley, after he, he passed, um, they found remnants of CTE in his brain and how that affected his life, especially towards the end. Uh, Brayshaw was on about $650,000 a year, five years remaining. Um, that's you know in excess of $3 million plus that, um, that he's leave, not leaving on the table because he will get a payout of sorts, but he's lost his livelihood. And it's happened in the space of a week, TJ. Today's Thursday... I believe it was last Wednesday that the doctors assessed his brain. So in the space of eight days, his life has changed forever. And in many respects, it's good it's taken out of his hands because I think he would have kept playing. But in many respects, it's even more difficult because he, he would feel completely powerless and out of control uh, as to the um, extent of his injuries. And health comes first, but this is his career and this is his livelihood, and now he's lost it. Now, look, I appreciate the fact that you weren't in the room when he addressed the uh, the players and presumably the coaching staff and maybe other staff as well, but it would have been an emotion-charged meeting, I'd imagine. Absolutely. This was an emotion charge last 24 hours. There were teammates who knew yesterday um, and the day before um, and then as, as Melbourne Football Club players filtered into the club today, I think everyone knew what was on the cards. It was, it was the worst kept secret in the end. Um, and I've got to say, from a media perspective, I think all football journalists who were chasing news this morning knew it as well. I know of at least three or four others who did. And everyone kept it quiet until Angus Brayshaw told his teammates, which I think was a really respectful, nice thing to do and maybe flies in the face of what some people think about the way that uh, we operate as footy reporters. But the story is Angus Brayshaw and the story is concussion in football and the story is um, the fact that two players from the top three draft picks in 2014 have now retired due to concussion, the other being Paddy McCartan. And there was last year, I think there was four or five players that retired last year due to concussion as well. This is 
a nightmare for the AFL, and it's uh, it's a disaster for the players as well, and Brayshaw in particular at the moment. Yeah, you mentioned there that um, you know everyone was very respectful. I know that uh, on the rumour file this morning with uh, Ross and Russ, there was an, an off-air suggestion that there would be a high-profile player mm. stepping down as a result of concussion. Uh, but uh, look, I guess we do live in an era of litigation, and, and that's got to play a big part. I mean, as I said, paramount is the health of the individual, but there is also litigation. There is. I mean, I go back to cricket, and Phil Hughes, parents and family um, began a lawsuit. I think I don't want to speak out of school, but I think I think it was against Cricket Australia of sorts. And I might not be one hundred percent right there, but regardless, there was a there was a, a, a process that took place. Um, you know, I, I fear for what the Braden Maynard bump will do in that regard as well. Braden Maynard's bump or sm- or attempted smutter, depending on what side of the fence you sit, was. Um, was legal at the time. It's illegal now. And the AFL, as you just mentioned, is, um, how do I say this? They are petrified of what the future holds because of the growing concern around concussion and the onus on the AFL to make the game as safe as possible but still keep the fabric of the game as it always was. I don't know what the answers are, TJ. It's so complex and it's evolving all the time. Yeah, it was an attempted smother, by the way. Yeah, I actually tend to agree. But now it's illegal. Now it's now it's uh, it's outlawed. So it's amazing how things can change. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I know you've got a fair bit to do. So we'll see. Uh, as I said, you broke the story this morning. Uh, we'll see your report on Nine News tonight. And of course, you're still keeping tabs on the Taran Thomas situation at North Melbourne. Is there any update on that from the AFL as to when they'll confirm the 18 weeks? No, no update yet. I mean, the commission has decided on 18 weeks. So um, we, we, uh, Andrew Dillon was asked in a press conference yesterday. Um, whether the commission had made a judgment and he avoided the question and, uh, and said, in the end, it's an AFL general counsel decision. But I'd still be shocked. I'd be absolutely shocked if the commission didn't have the final say on what the week's penalty would be. There might be other penalties involved as well and other, um, I guess, punishments. But, you know, it's still, everyone still tells me, and, and the people that I trust still tell me it's going to be a hefty penalty of 18 weeks. So I don't, I don't see any reason why not to believe that. Okay, we'll leave you to it. Tom Morris there, Chief Football Reporter at Nine News.